0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, good to have you on board the VU. It's VU 27 for October 23, Year of Our Lord 2020. Well, this is it, 11, 11 days until the re-election of Donald J. Trump, President of the United States. I mean, just think, by Monday, by Monday's VU will be in the single digits until Election Day. It's getting real. <laughs> it's binary, folks. Somebody wins and somebody loses. And uh, we're eleven days away from election day. No, no, no. I, I know. I get. I get it. I get it. A lot of people have voted ahead of time. Um, a lot of my friends have voted. I haven't voted yet. But uh, gosh, I think I saw where something like fifty million. Uh, people, is that right? Have have voted. Uh, either by mail or in person, already across the U.S. of A. I mean, I guess if you are thinking about this in uh, like football terms, you'd say we, we're ending the uh, first quarter. We're at like the end of the first quarter. I mean, we're at the I mean, the kickoff has happened. We're we're at the end of the first quarter already. But uh, I have a friend. He's got a saying. I love this saying. Love this saying. It applies to a lot of things in life. Here's a saying. Uh, my, my friend Steve, he says this. He's a pastor in Georgia. He says this. He says, There is nothing more irrelevant than the halftime score. It's <laughs> absolutely f- true, folks. Nobody cares what the halftime score was, right? The only thing that matters is what is the score when it's zero, 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 zero on the scoreboard. The time is over. That's what matters. And so uh, I don't know. You can, you, you can get all this early. I'll talk about early voting in a minute. But you have all these think you know who's doing what or whatever in early voting. Guys, the only thing that matters is when all of the votes are cast. So um, anyway, um, more on that in a minute. Well, it's the day after, the day after the debate. Did you watch it? Stay up for it. Yeah, I'm telling you, I think I was more nervous than the, than the candidates when that thing was first starting. But anyway, I'll get into my thoughts on that in just a minute. But first, I want to say how good it is to have you guys on board. I appreciate you guys listening and uh, liking and downloading, subscribing, especially sharing, right? Especially right at this moment, 11 more days and so I hope you guys will uh, will share. I want to just thank every one of you who do that. Listen to this. So far now, we've had, uh, as of the moment I started recording this VU on uh, Friday, uh, uh, early evening, we have had 797 plays of VU so far. Now, uh, so, I mean, quickly, we're going to be over 800 and so Um, I'm confident we're going to be over a 1,000 plays by election day. And so that, (laughs) I don't know, that's a pretty crazy thing. I don't know that I could have ever thought about that prior to um, uh, or when I first started this thing. But it's looking like that, uh, no, no, I'm not talking about a 1,000 per episode. I'm talking about total plays since the beginning, right? But uh, the number of plays is increasing. Now, remember, everybody, that that VU is currently available on seven different platforms, right, podcast platforms. It's on uh, Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, and Google Podcast. And every one of those have apps that you can have for your phone or your iPad or wherever. And uh, you can subscribe, listen to whatever Uh, of those is your is your favorite platform. And what's interesting to me is when I look at the analytics, uh, I mean, you guys are on several of those platforms. Uh, We're being listened to across several different platforms. So so far. So uh, just keep sharing. Remember, you can always find it and link to it uh, off of Facebook, uh, off the VUcast page. I'm trying to put it on my own personal page and put it on the off the wall page, giving a good opportunity for people to Uh, to find it. So I appreciate you doing all that, and great to have you on board this Friday. Hey, it's your host, Woody Cumbie, bringing you the peak blend of coffee, current events, faith, and FSU football, all in about 20 minutes. Now, speaking of FSU football, well, the legendary coach of Florida State University is Bobby Bowden. He came there when I was a senior uh, in, in college, And uh, FSU football was basically um, horrific uh, before he arrived. Uh, Literally, uh, we did not win a game my freshman year. He came my senior year, and the rest is history. Well, anyway, uh, he's uh, long since retired. He's 91 years old, Um, still loves the Lord, loves the gospel, uh, loves football, And, uh, but he started saying he's getting those ailments, you know, 91. Um, So, and then he recently got COVID. He recently got COVID. 91. So he was in the hospital for a while and uh, got out. And then he released this statement um, and talked about his journey uh, with COVID and appreciates everybody's prayers and this and that, and um, uh, gave glory to the Lord. And then In the closing couple little paragraphs of his statement, he said that one of the reasons that he wanted to make it through COVID was to make it to Election Day and vote for Donald J. Trump in order that his grandkids and great grandkids could enjoy the America and grow up in the America that he grew up in, right, and maintain the heritage of our country. Wow. Well, anyway. Um, So the president, Donald J. Trump, uh, uh, somehow uh, came and saw that. Somebody brought it to his attention. And so he actually tweeted out about this. Uh, This was uh, yesterday. Uh, He actually tweeted out uh, about this, a uh, two-tweet thread, uh, the real Donald Trump. Here's what he said. He said, the great— all caps, great, the great Bobby Bowden, one of the best coaches ever, all caps, ever. This is classic uh, uh, Donald Trump. The great Bobby Bowden, one of the best coaches ever in college football on his full recovery from COVID-19, quote, America is the greatest country this side of heaven. I've had a chance to get a lot of wins in my life, but I really wanted to win this one because I wanted to be around to vote for President Trump, end quote. And then Trump says, over 300 wins, two national championships. Thank you to Florida State for giving us Bobby Bowden. Wow. Good stuff there, folks. Florida State football, (laughs) making it all the way to a mention uh, from Donald J. Trump. All right, so today, four segments, debate, review, peacemaker, sold-out preachers, and early voting. So stay tuned for all of that. We'll be right back. All right, segment number one, debate review. Well, as I said, I was as nervous as the candidates because here's the thing. Uh, I believe that all the momentum currently is toward Trump. I believe it's a big red uh, cresting wave out there, Trump, uh, the Trump train. I think it's got it's got momentum. So the thing I was concerned about is look, because the previous debate was actually a little setback, right? I mean, let's admit it, right? That was not good. So I'm like, oh man, uh, so. It just, I it, that was the whole deal. He he had to just not do anything that would like blunt the the momentum uh, that he has. And you know what? I mean, he had a he had an outstanding performance. He was calm. He was collected. He was in, in control of the facts. I mean, it was a completely different demeanor. Uh, I think people saw a side of him that um, that they had not seen uh, and, and, and didn't think was there perhaps. I mean, he really was, especially that for the first half of it, uh, where the impression is really kind of made. Um, and I thought that, uh, Biden for his part, even though he kind of hung in there, I thought that, uh, he hung in there for about the first 60 minutes. I don't know if you noticed this, but about, about 70 minutes into the 90 minute, uh, debate, he began to kind of fade in fact, he began to kind of mumble around, and one answer he had really kind of got so discombobulated that, that, that Trump actually looked over at him. Um, now, he kind of gathered, Biden kind of gathered himself, and he, he, he kind of made it on to the finish, but those last 20 minutes, uh, he was definitely uh, not uh, on the top of his game, and I, I don't think that helped him. Any, I really don't think that helped him any. That the last twenty minutes impression. So um, the other thing is, I thought that the president did well in bringing up the whole thing about the Hunter Biden laptop, the emails, the the corrupt business dealings uh, with uh, Ukraine, Russia, and China, without um, uh, without really getting overboard with it. I thought he did enough to put the put uh, Biden. On defensive, have to answer it, um, bring out uh, a few of the facts, but at the same time, not just um, go too far with it. And here's one of the most interesting things to me that I observed online. I observed it on my own Facebook uh, world. Um, you know, of course, that CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times. I mean, and 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 certainly other left wing. Uh, outlets, they have completely not, uh, they, they have a complete blackout on this story about the laptop and the $3.5 million from the, from the mayor and uh, of, of uh, the mayor's wife of, uh, of Moscow and all this, uh, and all this, st- anyway, all that stuff about the, the laptop and the, and the business dealings and stuff, uh, and, and all those photos, and, and anyway, all of that, Wow. Well, but there's been a complete news blackout. So when Trump brought that up, it literally was one of the first time that people who are on the left and get all their news from the left, it's the first they had ever heard of it. This is, this is absolutely the truth, so help me. I noticed a, 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 there's, there's a lady that I went to, to high school with who has, she lives in the Northeast. I'm not going to say her name. I'm not going to say where she lives, but she is as left as you can get. Right, she is as left as you can get. She obviously heard about this for the first time and must have Googled it and looked at some things. And 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 I mean, we're talking about a person who just relentlessly bashes Trump, and all of a sudden, boom, she's got this big, big block letters on her on her uh, Facebook page. It's like. from Russia? Really, Joe? Really? Question mark, question mark, question mark, exclamation, exclamation. I mean, I don't know that there weren't some tremors over in the left world uh, just because of bringing that up last night. So the net net to it all, and obviously Joe stumbled huge when he said that he was going to end the oil industry. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that was amazing. So anyway, I'm sure there's other things we could say about it. The bottom line is the president came out, I think, quite well uh, on the night. um, uh, A a poll here of Indianapolis, uh, outlet uh, CBS4, gosh, I think they had like 90% of of their respondents and 27,000 people responded to their poll. 90-something percent said that he won, that Trump won. So anyway, the bottom line is I thought he did really well uh and 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 the big deal is i think he came out of it with retained momentum and i think that's what counts all right on to our next uh <laughs> to our next topic peacemaker all right hang on just a second all right people hey uh hey here's the big untold story uh that wasn't mentioned at all by the way any Of this uh, part of it, but I tell you, did you see today? Trump announced another peace deal that he's brokered in uh, in the Middle East. This time between Sudan and Israel, and so that's four peace deals now brokered by President Trump: Israel and Bahrain, Israel and UAE, Israel and Sudan, and then also, (laughs) little known, Serbia and Kosovo, and so. This is a man that deserves the Nobel Prize for Peace. I mean, Obama got it for nothing. This is a guy who's actually getting it done. Uh, So really historic uh, uh, foreign policy achievements. And then you add to that the fact that he is uh, ending uh, the never-ending wars that the United States has been in and has not gotten us into a war. Uh, And so, I mean, I'm telling you now... Those things alone, those foreign policy achievements, the peace, the lack of war, all of that, man, those are big deals. And uh, I think that uh, for someone who doesn't like to see us uh, engaged in forever wars and people who are pro-Israel, man, here are some other reasons to be on the Trump team. All right. Hey, here's the next segment coming up. Oh, man, this is not a good one. Not a good one. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm going to do it, and it's called sold out preachers. I'll be right back. All right, segment number three: sold out preachers. All right, here's a story from the Washington Times, and uh, you know, not a religious, not a religious uh, publication. But uh, here's the headline: It's church leaders sell their souls to the Democratic Party. Uh, Subtitle, Evangelicals Stumble Over Themselves to Endorse a Political Party and a Candidate Openly Against Life. And so this was from uh, Friday, October 16, uh, by Everett Piper. And uh, it's an opinion piece, and it says this. It says, over the past couple of months, while the world has been distracted by all things COVID-19, a very important bit of news slipped under our radar and went virtually unnoticed. The contemporary church sold its soul to the devil for a pot of political porridge. Consider the evidence. Last week, pro-life evangelicals, quote-unquote, across the land started stumbling over themselves to endorse a political party and candidate who is openly against life and against evangelicals. At the same time, pastors, priests, and laymen, too numerous to count, continued to trample each other in a parade proclaiming that some lives matter but others don't. Princes, especially the lives of Donald Trump and his supporters in, in princes. Uh, meanwhile, back at the ranch, otherwise known as Rome, the vicar of Christ pontificated that, quote, Trust in the role of international organizations is indispensable for building a peaceful world. End quote. Uh, actually, uh, this author says he thought that what was indispensable was Christ, but that was apparently not the case. Now, the article goes on, but you can read it for yourself in the Washington Times. I'll just say this the woke church. Yeah, folks, it's absolutely real. And I've been saying for a while now that the more they sense the wind is at their back, the more they capitulate to culture, the more they come out of their bunker and self-identify as part of the woke, part of the woke. So uh, crazy, absolutely crazy what's happening. All right, we're coming back for one last segment, and it's called Early Voting. Okay, let me squeeze in one last segment here. It's called early voting. So as I mentioned earlier, um, I think they, they're saying something like 50 million people have already voted. And uh, the, the stats, that I, the data that I've seen, indicate that more Democrats have voted uh, early than have uh, Republicans, whether in person or by mail. Now, that was expected. Now, of course, obviously, what matters is how many uh, vote uh, when it's all said and done. But here's another aspect to it, and that is, okay, so they can count the voter registration of the people who voted, but does that mean that the Democrat voted for a Democrat? Does that mean that a Republican voted for a Republican? Remember I said it was a base election, that uh, it's about getting out the base vote and holding the base vote, but I'm not sure the Democrats are holding their base vote. And here's why I'm saying that. I'm going to give you two examples. I'm going to give you a little audio in just a moment. And but first, I want to give you some statistics. As you know, the, the Trump rallies are huge. Uh, Trump just had a rally in North Carolina. was the largest rally in the history, uh, political rally in the history of North Carolina. Now, here's a story out of uh, Minnesota. This was actually a few weeks back, first uh, of October. But he had had a huge rally. In, in Minnesota, and Rona McDaniel, the chairwoman of the, um, Demo- of the uh, Republi- Republican um, uh, National Committee, um, tweeted out these statistics from that giant rally in Minnesota. Here's what she said. S- according to the surveys they took as people were entering that rally, 60% of the attendees were not Republicans. 20.9% were Democrats. 17.2% of the people at that rally did not vote in 2016. And 8.4% of the people at that rally have not voted in the last four years. So it's like she says, their data is showing that Trump is bringing in tons of new voters. All right? All right. I want to give you one other piece of audio uh, just to consider. This is from a video that was posted by a a young lady named uh, Judith Rose. You can find her on YouTube. Now, now I understand you can't see her here, so let me describe her to you uh, with respect, all right? Judith is, uh, I would say, a white woman uh, of 30 years old or younger. Uh, She has green hair and a nose ring. Yesterday, she voted early. When she got back in her car, she posted a quick video about it. And I just want you to listen to the audio of what it is she posted when she got back in her car. For the first time in my life, I voted red. Ah, uh, it's so weird, it's so weird, it's so weird, it's so weird. I was a Democrat, I was a Democrat, I was a Democrat. This year has shown me so many eye-opening things. And with this with this laptop scandal, I can't in good conscience vote for Biden. I just could not, I, I, I did not. In 2016, I thought a dumb, misogynistic businessman was now our leader and the world was over. I hated it. I don't know how to tell you how much I hated Trump. I I don't. But you know, you know what? You know what I just did? I voted for Trump. (laughs) Okay, wow. Wow. Listen guys, there are a lot of people that you would not expect are voting for Donald J. Trump, who are voting for him. Now, here's Judith, a Democrat who hated Trump. She just voted for Trump. You don't think she brought five people with her? Of course she did. She's got her own YouTube channel. She's an influencer. You don't think she brought Trump votes with her? Yes, she did. So, guys, listen. The red wave, it's cresting. The Trump train, it's moving. It's moving. It's on our side. So listen, these are the most important 11 days maybe in electoral history in America. Use your voice. Use your influence. Whatever your platform is, don't be ashamed. Come out. Be for Trump and uh, pray, vote, and we're going to see a great win on November 3rd. God bless you guys, (laughs) and we'll see you back on Monday.